This week I have Patrick McGinnis on again, and we're here to talk about the movie Highlander 3, The Final Dimension. Um, I'm just going to say this right from the start. We, Our memories were a little hazy on this film. There was some scheduling issues, so there was a little, little bit of a time gap between us watching it and us actually recording this. So... We did forget some stuff, but that being said, this movie's not good and not really worth remembering. So, yeah. So, besides that, I'll just let you guys go ahead and take a listen to it. All right. Um, Welcome back, Patrick. Welcome back. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So, we're here to talk about Highlander 3 today, The Final Dimension. The Final Dimension, which sounds like it's the last one. Right, but it's not. No. And we were just talking a few minutes ago, and I was saying there's no mention of any dimensional stuff in this movie. So, it's not really clear why it's called The Final Dimension. It's also called uh, Highlander 3, The Sorcerer, which that makes more sense to me that makes more sense yeah and on the wikipedia page there's like five so i'll just like read them all now so there's um the two i just said there's also just highlander three there's uh highlander three the magician there's highlander three the final dimension okay that i just said that one highlander the final conflict so yeah. I know they definitely wanted to try to sum up the story here. They didn't see it uh, getting a lot further with, uh, you know, Duncan McLeod. Or Connor McLeod. Connor McLeod. That's your son. <laughs> Christopher Lambert was now in his early, early 40s, still playing a 19 year old. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, like his original character, he's only nineteen years old in the oh, Highlander film. Oh God, is so he really? He killed, you know. I mean, he's he's encompassing. You know, he's supposed to be you know a very young man for the entire oh. thing. And you know, mind you. So let, all right, so let's let's get into the movie. Yeah, uh, it, it's different than the other one in the sense that the second one we we just reviewed, um, because the second one doesn't exist. In this one. Right, they just completely ignore that it ever happens. Yeah, this one picks up essentially where the first one leaves off. Right, yeah. Which is probably the best idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody wanted to go back to that. Um, and and we find ourselves um, in um, what, 15th century Japan. Yeah. Uh, and... 
Connor McLeod has left his, uh, his his wife Heather, and now found probably the sword maker who made Ramirez's sword. If we're to believe this, I'm sorry. What was what did you say? Well, like the uh, we're to believe that this guy had some relationship to Ramirez. He was a sword maker. Like they oh, kind of right. Sword montage of him building a sword at the very top of the movie. Right, right, yeah. And he he has, he does uh, like magic, and he's like a sorcerer. Right, he's an immortal who's also a sorcerer. Right, yeah. Which I that's a cool idea. I kind of like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's a neat twist. Yeah. Um. What's that guy's name? Let's see. Uh, Nekano. Nicano. Nicano. Uh, just Kano? Uh, I think it is, right? Because uh, they, it, there's a lot of cuss now. There's Connor, Kano, <clears throat> on, um, Kurgan. Yeah, on the IMDb it says Nicano. Oh, Nicano. Okay. Yeah. And then um, there's also the... Um, well, I'll let you continue. With what you were saying, oh, I don't know. Oh, well, that's right. No, so 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 uh, we're starting off in again 16th century uh, Japan on this mountain, and evidently this super bad uh, immortal and his two buddies, the main guy played by Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, Kane. Um, of Sunny Spoon fame. Sunny. Who's ever heard of or seen Sunny Spoon? What is that? MTV. That's a movie. Um, but, uh, but he's the main bad guy in this, and he's going out to get as many heads as possible uh, and unfortunately get snared in a, um, a mountainous uh, eruption uh, that is set forth by the sorcerer as his last uh, wish from a severed head. Yeah, uh, and, and so they, like show him like traveling all through Asia but do they ever explain where he is from is that ever explained I don't oh, where where Van Peebles is from yeah you know I don't I don't think he gets a great backstory yeah I think he's just, he just seems like a bad guy he's, he's very much like the Kurgan I mean he's very you know right incredibly similar too similar to the Kurgan well I just he has, what's his name what's what's Van Peebles' name? Uh, Kane. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I felt like because like Ramirez isn't in this one, they needed to have like another character with a confusing backstory because he doesn't look Asian at all, but they never explain that whatsoever. Well, oh, that, uh, that Kane would be Asian? Yeah. Cause he's like oh, because in... he's pretty much traveling in on a whole Asian garb. He's got a yeah. whole... He looks... Yeah. Like, he's like... He happens to be in Japan destroying Japanese villages, but he's also definitely wearing the, the outfit. Yeah, he's like in a samurai uh, armor type thing. Yeah, but he's right. definitely not Asian. No, no, no. Yeah, it's the same story. As it, it, yeah, they're, they're really trying to throw, uh, throw in more explanation of Lambert's bad accent. And how everybody's from different places. And uh, <laughs> over time, you just recreate identities in different places. And nobody questions the fact that you don't look like you could possibly be from the place you say you are. Yeah, not... Oh, me? No, my name is Ramirez, clearly. <laughs> you know. 
similar to the first one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because this, this, this time for some reason, um, besides the fact that in the first one there were still probably hundreds of immortals around the world that the Kurgan had cut his way through to finally get to New York. <laughs> yeah. You know, 400 years later. Um, but in this one, uh, they're separated by, you know, land mass. Right. Do they explain how Kane gets over to New York? I don't remember. No, they they don't explain that at all. They don't explain uh, this very similar to um, I I don't want to bring it up, but very similar to Highlander Two, <laughs> uh, the quickening. You know, where the main character could move in and out of places with you know no time loss. Uh, Kane can certainly move around, especially. You know, he's starting off going by horse, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure he finds a horse, or I don't know. But, uh, it, it, yeah, no, he, he figures stuff out really quick. He doesn't miss a beat. There's nothing new to him about this world or how it works. <laughs> he, like, um, really likes this world, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, so here's the other thing. So so he gets trapped in this thing as, uh, as McLeod escapes. Mm-hmm. And he's trapped in with his two buddies, right, or two cohorts. Yeah, now, in the cave. Immortals, right? Yeah. So they spend 400 years together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this cave. Yeah. And what and what happens as soon as the door opens? <laughs> he kills one of them. <laughs> yeah. He sends one out to go get the cloud, but not kill him. Yeah. Because he wants to do the killing. Made no and sense. And he goes and proceeds to kill his his closest friend for the last 400 years. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Like, why? Why did he not just do that in there? Like, why did he wait 400 years? <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I think we'll see, you know, like, um, like he would have just hung, he would have just hung by you and done everything you wanted and, you know. <laughs> so that, that's, that's the other part. You know, they weren't just immortals, but they spent 
know, besides whatever time they were going around killing people, they spent 400 years in a cave together. Like, yeah, he just wanted someone to talk to. Oh, and then didn't. Then it was like, you know what? I got a lot of people now. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, he's like, and oh. he, 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 I don't know if it's the first time, but I think it is. He can't. Mario Van Peebles, I'm sure the actor, could not just say the line in the way everyone had said it at that point, which is, there can be only one. He was Mr. They can be only one. You know, or, or I don't know if you picked up on that. His, his uh, interpretation of that. <laughs> Wait, how did he say it? He, he just, he stretched out some part of it. Oh, okay. Just different cases. Yeah. The only one. You know, he just didn't, he just, just didn't say it, uh, you know. It was yeah. more like Christopher Walken, essentially. <laughs> um, so. Um. We'll have to add that to the uh, podcast at the end. And I'm sure at some point you're going to go through all the podcasts where you've made the claims of adding sound <laughs> and uh, things, and you're going to go back and re-up them, and they're all going to be on the premium channel. Yeah. The original podcast still on the free channel. Yeah, I'm definitely, yep, that's, uh, yep, the I'm saving that. Stuff, that's for members only. Yep. You can only get that for members. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, if you're listening to this on the free one, my suggestion is go ahead and pick up the, the very reasonable price for the premium and I would say, you know, treat yourself to the additions of like this scene. This is this is the exact scene I was just mentioning. That sounds just like Ramirez. Go ahead, put them both. <laughs> and we're back. And All we're right, back. So, yep. You know, if you if you if you didn't get to hear that, that's unfortunate. If you did hear it, pretty cool, right? right. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, enjoyed it. It's worth that uh, small amount of money you paid. It's such a small investment for so much good comedy. Yeah. Great. So and you get a free uh, you get a free uh, picture uh, with your first purchase. So that's you got that going for you. Mm-hmm. And um, a tote bag as well. It's, it's, it's a small drawing. It's a small drawing that uh, Kyle, you know, sends out to his yep. subscribers. So, Drawn by hand. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll mail it out to you. That's uh, right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So um, that plugs over. Um, but yeah, so he kills his his. His his confidant for the last four hundred years immediately. Yep. Um, and then uh, which I mean, why didn't kill, he kill the other yeah. one then? It doesn't. He lets him live. I don't know. Because like McLeod just kills him immediately with that like sleight of hand move he yeah. learned from Nakano. Yeah, he's and like, the one big move. Yeah, it's like straight from Star Wars, pretty much. It, yeah, it's straight from Star Wars and, and, and also just Karate Kid, you know, like, you know, the very move you're going to practice and you learn about and why it's important and what it means. You know, it's got to have some uh, meaning behind it. It can't just be, you know, uh, front kick. Gotta have some meaning, and this one it's already lost the fight, you know, just by stepping into this. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Now, do we get to see that a third time, or does he does he do that at the end? Oh, you know what? I don't remember. We. Did... I would have to think there's got to be. If there's a rule of threes, he has to have. Yeah. Got one more opportunity. Yeah, just 
for the listeners um benefit we watched this like a week or two ago we had some scheduling conflicts so yeah our memories might be a little hazy on this film no but they're they're, they're still gonna be they're gonna be top notch oh um, it's uh, for sure so, top notch so how how does uh well who's the next person that Van Peebles interacts with. Where does he go after he uh, kills and breaks down the plate? Ooh. <laughs> he... Does he... Well, does... Do they have their fight scene? Is that... Ooh. Well, he's, he, he... He goes... I mean, I to New York. Right. Um, he, like... They in the, uh, he goes to, like, a bar, right? Or is that after? I know he like goes to a bar. He has sex with a prostitute. Um, and he doesn't put a condom on. (laughs) He doesn't, because he doesn't know what condoms are. No, he tries to chew it like gum, like anybody would, Mm -hmm. um, thinking it's some offering. Doesn't like it, and then just because he does, and uh, and so so the the prostitute, a, a several hundred years old. STD that uh, <laughs> hasn't been seen in life for quite a while. The uh, the prostitute she tells him to put it on and then immediately turns around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like I want to be safe, right. but I also completely trust you. Right. Yeah, and that's and so that's essentially the same thing um, from the first one. So that's the same. We get to see the same kind of character. Kirk yeah, Kane. just like a savage. Kirk, um, um, which so immediately gets to the big city and does that. Now and yeah. he finds his way to New York, uh, but he also in, interacts with uh, the lead, the, the leading actress. Oh yeah, um, doesn't he meet her? Like yeah, yeah doesn't he meet her and sees McLeod? Alex, yeah, Alex Johnson. Yeah, he goes to her. Lab, I guess. I don't know. He like, oh, he becomes a bird, right? Because he has all the, he killed the sorcerer, Nakano, so he right. has his powers now. So I guess he can like turn into a bird and do various things. He turns into a bird and like sneaks into her lab, and then. I why did he do that? I don't know. Uh, I guess just, I, I'm not sure. To verify, I guess, that there was a name, and uh, and maybe that's how he finds... I'm not sure if that's how he finds out. McLeod, yeah. This yeah. movie was so, like... It's better than the second one, and um, at least it, like, makes more sense, but it's just, like, so boring. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the Highlander series is, like, so set up for sequels, but they can't just make a good sequel to this movie. It seems like it would be so easy. You could you could make it in, like, any time period. You know? I don't know. It seems like you could... There could be so many interesting stories. That's, that's why you're going to totally dig... Uh, and for those of you at home, Highlander, uh, the premium podcast, uh, reviewing every single Highlander TV series, <laughs> uh, where you get to do that in uh, the course of 100-plus episodes, he does yeah. go throughout time. That is the cool thing about the show, mm-hmm. is that 
it shows him kind of bouncing around the world as you would if you were a 25 year old guy forever <laughs> and you can go wherever you want and no matter really how much trouble you get into you're gonna be all right yeah you'll be um, good and you're, you're you're wise enough you're you know you're however old he is and whatever he's learned and so yeah so that one like he, he's been traveling all over the place and interacting all over the place so this one he just goes like one or two places yeah and keeps releasing itself a building in New York City yeah and so. um so the the female lead she Alex Johnson doctor Alexandra Johnson she looks just like a woman that uh, Connor married or didn't marry but fell in love with in uh, during like the French uh, Revolution, I guess. Uh, I hated this part. This was so yeah, dumb. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so McLeod, and here's the beautiful thing about the Highlander series and the TV show. McLeod has a memory, goes back, Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, see the woman on TV, just like old uh, Pervy McLeod in Highlander 2. She's another woman on TV uh, that's made news or is in the news. Ah, pretty woman. Uh, uh, because she's discovered something. They've just, like, she's part of some find in this Japanese, again, uh, mountain that's holding this, highland, this other immortal in. I mean, I'm going to call him a Highlander. But, uh, um, so yeah, he sees her on TV and she's head of this thing and then, um, has a flashback to remembering when he met this doppelganger of this woman mm-hmm. with red hair, uh, uh, who is an English woman visiting France. Yeah. Her name's uh, Sarah. And, uh, yeah. Forgive me. Her name's Sarah. Oh, Sarah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, and that was right uh, right in advance of the French Revolution where we didn't see McLeod, ooh, a real nail-biter, about to be beheaded, which is the only thing that could kill him. Uh, but, of course, he gets out of it because some other, uh, I believe, immortal, I, he, he's a more worthy immortal to continue and takes his place. But a quickening, I don't know if a quickening occurs then at that point. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, it should have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it should have. What the hell? That yeah. doesn't make sense. Yep, and oh, well. gone to the closest immortal. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and I would have loved to see that. Crazy. I, I think he he's in India at the beginning of the movie. McLeod, we find McLeod like maybe in India or yeah, somewhere in like the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. So he's in the Middle East. But a lightning cloud comes over all the way from Japan, which is the reaction of the quickening from Japan. Right. He can he sees it come across the sky like so. I didn't realize, but we just think when we're seeing this thing happen, it's like, oh my God, look at you know, it's all the cars. But there's literally lightning clouds that go over the earth. Right. And that must be like some telling that like, you know. Somebody just got their head chopped off. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was pretty crazy. Do they explain the why? Concept of, it, of it is. Do they explain why he's like in the desert, and he adopts that son or whatever? Do they explain that at all? 
I guess, but he didn't actually. But that's the thing. But if he, if he, if, so was it? It was uh, what? What's it called when you uh, think you've done something, but you haven't? You know, like like accomplished something. What? Well, no. Like when, when they're doing testing, um, blind testing, double blind testing. Uh huh. They always have the what you would call it. Oh. Oh yeah, the uh damn it. Um uh oh my god, why can we not think of this? Um the yeah. This is not going to be in the premium. <laughs> this is we're going to cut right to in advance of me saying the thing. Yeah, I'm going to cut right to Oh yeah. Well, it'll be um uh, the placebo effect. Placebo. Anyway, yeah, the there we go. That, did he earn the prize through the placebo effect? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if not, like, you know, then, like, it was, it's almost, I feel like it was Oz. They could click their heels at any time. Yeah, it's like, why can't you they know, just... We had the prize, you know, because he didn't win the prize. He didn't at all, yeah. I, but how does he, how does he hear everything and know everything at the end of that movie? Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the thing. That was the premise of, because of his hearing everything and knowing everything, he was so smart to make a, a shield that covered the Earth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, but my... also, it was the very end of Highlander 1 where he's driving off with Brenda, telling her about his magical power, how great it is. Because <laughs> that's how they finished the story, like explaining what the prize really is or what it, you know how he can explain it in words to multiple people. Um, but the funny thing is, so in Highlander 2, just we've got to talk about it because it's there, it happened, but Highlander 2, Brenda dies, mm-hmm. his wife, his love, dies in like 1991 or 1995, right? Or 1991, it's just so bad. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, you know, he puts the thing up in 1999, puts the shield in 99. But in this one, Brenda, she dies in like some car accident in Dublin or somewhere, or, or Scotland. Yeah, so I get, they just completely 
Yeah. Second one and did he, not exist. He's implicated. He, you know. Oh, really? Well, I mean, they're saying that he walked away without a scratch. Right. And, right. you know, and she is dead. And, like, I mean, that could have been his first clue that, yeah. oh, maybe I am not left the world. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Am I just talking to myself? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm just talking to myself. So, I mean, that's what he, you know, that's what he thinks the uh, surprise was. All these voices, he's just allowing his subconscious to run wild. He's just a schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. He's taking on all the personalities of the Kirkham, Ramirez, everybody. <laughs> the guy doing backflips. Um, yeah, why so, can't they just make a sequel that makes sense with the original timeline? Why is that so hard? It's like they didn't even watch the first movie. Or yeah, like they no. just saw it when it came out and haven't watched it since. <laughs> Well, if, if they had placed this, like, a year before the first one, if this one had been a prequel... Yeah, ex- yeah, that's the easiest thing to do, because... This would be a great movie. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it would be a lot better. Uh, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, they could have done all this you know, stuff. It just happened before the first movie. Yeah, you're right. It's, like, right. the easiest thing to do, because there's so much time between like in the first one between modern day and when he became uh immortal or whatever when it was activated there's so many stories you can tell in that time period you don't need to like go further into the future uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that, yeah it, that, it would have solved the whole thing mm-hmm um, and then, you know, ultimately he would have fought the Kurgan and there had been only one, you know, so it could have, would have been like Rocky backwards. Um, cause everything's like Rocky, Rocky is the classic story and the Highlander is Rocky, but, you know, he wins in the first one <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Rocky loses in the first one and wins in the second one. Ah, right. Okay. So. So um, Rocky backwards. Um, Rocky backwards. But uh, and it would have been, you know, would have made even better sense. Uh, I got. I wonder if we're talking about this at minute whatever in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Did they ever consider that? Did anybody in the room ever go, "Hey, hey, hey, um, hey, guys"? I'm <laughs> sorry for interrupting. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, this whole prize thing. Uh, what if? We put it like two years before the first one. Yeah. 1984, New York. Yeah. You know. I mean, did nobody think of that idea? Yeah, I don't know. It was it was directed by a different person, right? Uh, oh, yeah. It was. I don't believe it was Russell Mulcahy, and the the uh, yeah. the guitar licks were terrible. Yeah. I don't know if you paid attention to the music. I'm sure you must have, but it was it was yeah it was the worst. Yeah, this one was just, like, very bland and generic. It also looks very dated. Like, I rewatched Die Hard recently, and that movie came out in 88, and this came out in 94, and this movie looks so much more dated compared to Die Hard. This movie looks like shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the guy who directed this one was Andrew... Moranin, um, he looks like he, he, was, he was pr- primarily a, a video music director. Yeah, a huge, huge video music director. But he almost 
solely did that. Like ninety eight percent of his work. Yeah. Were George Michael and Wham videos. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Pet Shop <laughs> yeah. Boys. Um, Michael Jackson, Guns N' Roses, <clears throat> Elton John. Um. Well, and it's funny. Ooh, Tales uh, from and, uh, the Crypt. He did an episode of that. Interpretation of the first episode. Um, the, the guy, you know, Russell McCain, he's the guy that directed Highlander 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he did direct the very first video shown on the TV. Video he, killed the radio star. That's his. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask, because I remember you saying he came from music videos, too. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, uh... I don't know. That's a weird thing. It's, like, it's we, crazy. We it, gotta get really, another it's guy. It's bizarre, like approach. I mean, obviously they they thought they struck gold in uh, the the Highlander, um, right? And then you know, and the Highlander two. Oh well, you know they they washed that away, and then you know, so I guess they just went after what they thought could be a similar feel to the first one. Yeah, just even though you know a so. crappier version of it. With, yeah. with so, but it was, effects it was so, and stuff. It, I, I was about to say eerily, but it was just poorly, really, uh, similar to the first one. With such a little... I mean, they could have given Van Peebles something instead of just a complete recreation of the curtain. Like, why did it have to be the exact same character? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Just looks different, but pretty much the exact same thing. So, so we're... He's coming from Cloud. He's found out how to get a hold of him. Um, and he's now in... Uh, he's caught up in the Cloud on the Cloud, um, meditating in a Buddhist place. Well, it's his, it's his own... Uh, part of his own home, right? Or part of his own business? Yeah, I don't know. That's never really been shown. It's like a dojo or something. Yeah, but I have a feeling it's... It's part of it's part of either his home or business because right. I know one of them. He's confident uh, that the guy doesn't know where it is because doesn't get doesn't have any problems with him there. Either I think maybe at his home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the two, but um, he tells him it's a it's a Buddhist it's a Buddhist temple and it's holy ground, and he ignores that. Right. Although later in the movie, when he confronts McCloud, he does it in on holy ground, knowing McCloud's not going to uh, do anything. Right. So, so that doesn't make sense. Um, well, except that you know he knows McCloud's good for his word, and uh, you know at that time doesn't want to fight him. Um, so he. Uh, this one, uh, he doesn't bed as fast as uh, the, the, the second one. But this one is, uh, as I mentioned off air, it's basically a soft, soft core deal. Just a lot of, you know, a lot of skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no. uh, wait, we're talking about the sex scene, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, there's um, definitely, yeah, it was shocking. There, You see 
There's Bush. You see Bush, which was shocking. Um, and some boobies. Yep. And you, like, see her thrusting on top of him. That was weird. Like, I don't want to see that in this movie. <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, Christopher Lambert just has no sex appeal. So it's, these sex scenes are always weird. Yep. It's always just creepy. Like, why are these women into him? Yeah. Several Which, separate love scenes. So, like, when they cut back, uh, like, French Revolution, it's, he, he gets called to, like, fight in the revolution, so he has to leave Sarah, and then Sarah thinks he's dead. So, they make, so, they make it to where he kind of, like, lost his chance with Sarah, and so I guess... Because Alex looks so much like Sarah that it's just he <laughs> falls in love with her and it's like he gets a second chance at love with the same person, but it's a different person. <laughs> it's like such a weird thing. Right. Well, they, 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 they just, so they show him going back to check on this woman like five years later. Um, and she's then got a family and children running around that she's picking up. And so, you know, he realizes, oh, I've missed my chance. Right. You know, but I, I like, I thought, uh, as I was watching this, and it had been a long, it been a long time ago, but, uh, I thought for a minute, wait, is she an immortal? Yeah, I that's thought, what I was like, thinking oh, too. Yeah. Oh, I get it. She's an immortal too. You know? But, that would have you know, made sense, I guess. But then he wouldn't get the prize, I guess. Well, right. Well, he wouldn't get the prize, but but that's. But I mean, that was also thrown out the window the second this guy was alive at the time the prize happened. Right, For but me. but then like, when he kills him, oh, well, maybe you know, obviously this is a prize-adjusted world because there are immortals, and maybe she's another one of them. You know, just because I thought it's the same character, right? This is the same person. But yeah. Just a complete exact doppelganger. Yeah, just doppelganger. No except that it was a lesson to him to go, you know what? When you find the right one, don't get killed and let her go. Yeah, which is insane. Stay alive and stay with her. And then, you know, watch her die as you stay your same age forever. So. <laughs> it's just so weird. Ah. And so, I mean, they don't really give much reason for why she falls in love with him either. Which one? The new uh, one? Yeah, the, the new one? one, Alex. Yeah. Um, well, again, I mean, here's the thing. He didn't, here, here's, here's what he learned between Highlander 2 and this one. <laughs> Connor McLeod learned, you know what? Maybe I don't have to kill myself to get laid. <laughs> Maybe I can just tell them I'm 400 years old. Yeah, and, you know, she's, and, that's, and, and she's a historian, you know, so this, she's into that. She came looking for a 400 year old guy and found him. 
Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. You know, and he didn't have to kill himself to prove it. Like, to live both if I don't want a new shark. You know? Yeah, she, um, like, scientifically proves that he's immortal in this one, basically. Yeah, and then yeah, that, like, like... Oh, finally, validation. You know, yeah. So, I don't want to another shirt, um, but... Uh, so, I, it, I'm somewhere between a, uh, a bad French and uh, the comic insult dog, the insult comic... <laughs> the, the... What are you doing? Um, but uh, that's, that's Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Especially when he's, like... Snapping off one-liners. Yeah. Uh, and they put him in the same positions with the cops. He's still, you know, we're going to get you this time, Nash. Yeah. The, the guy from the original. Or, no. It's like a completely different detective, right? It's not the same. It is, yeah. yeah. The, the, he, he, he talks about how, like, you know, the old detective couldn't get the job done but he remembers the case and this time he's gonna get it done yeah he's like he's a genius see I told you he'd figure it out I'm not a genius I just remember (laughs) it's like yeah I just remember this old case you idiot (laughs) um like when they're setting up like the when they're all the different detectives are at this scene or whatever they make like the the one detective seem super smart, right? But yeah, that I hated that part. They also yeah. make him seem like crazy too, like the main detective. Like he has five o'clock shadow. He looks like he hasn't slept in a long time. Oh yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, they definitely. I mean, they but, wanted him to. Uh, they had to have somebody who was interested and. They went with classic, you know, too many work hours detective cop. Yeah. <laughs> Just already pissed off. Yeah, oh yeah. He was in a bad mood. <laughs> um, so, so let's see. So the, where, where, where are we now in the story? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, um, I think um, Kane maybe kidnaps Connor's son from the airport, maybe? Is that where we're at? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he picked up his son, and he's a shapeshifter. We learned this, too. He's a shapeshifter. Right. Yeah. Um, because he goes in the, in the... He looks just like uh, Connor McLeod. As right. He picks him up, but immediately, as he sits down, it's him wearing sunglasses he stole from a guy uh, on a street corner who tried to take him in a card game when he first got to the city um and then you know he drives the son away yeah so, yeah, so he holds him hostage the exact same way that Kurgan held the woman hostage in the first film <laughs> the, the whole son like they don't ever explain any of that oh. it's just like a <laughs> plot so, device and Kurgan drives crazy banging up and around on a bridge yeah. while screaming in the first film with the you know uh, kidnap victim while in this film Maravian Peebles character crashes around a car while screaming <laughs> with you know terrorizing the kidnap victim right eerily poorly 
same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> so that happens. So, of course, then, uh, and, and this time when we see Connor, I don't know if you felt that, well, because I, I, I did watch part of this movie twice, but uh, mm-hmm. when Connor is training, when he first goes to train, it just, it just seems like he would be in a, he'd be in a real bad spot if he was up against the sword fighter. Like, I, I feel, you know, I think even his immortality might uh, not help him out. I don't know if he'd recover fast enough. It just doesn't, just doesn't seem to have the skills to come around. Who? McLeod? McLeod, Connor? unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, his, his kata, if you should watch it again, like his practice, like when you see him practicing, he looks like he's a novice. He doesn't look, he looks yeah. like he's worse than he was before he started training. Right, which uh, he already so, trained with Ramirez, right? In the timeline. Well, yeah, he trained with Ramirez, and then 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 he trained with Nicano. Right. So, wouldn't he actually have some skill already? Well, yeah. I mean, he he he, he would have had skill when he left for you know when Ramirez died. He would have picked up some skills and ideally kept practicing. Right, but then uh, when he's in and the then cave, Nicano as well. But just the same, he he. Uh, unfortunately, Christopher Lambert is not pulling it off. But he looks like he's got any kind of you know, skilled swordsman. Oh, you're saying clumsy. like the actual character uh, or the actual actor? Yeah, the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the okay. character is, should be like a incredible. Right, he should be know, great by now. Swordfighter at this point in time. So you know, the only thing he has to be good at, really. But uh, yeah, no, not the actor. The actor, the actor took. Uh, few years off and then a few months off from oh I don't have to train I'm the Highlander um, <laughs> so that's what happened but um so we, we, we where's the final fight scene at uh, I oh jeez <laughs> I I you um, know I watched episode by the way uh we we go back and, and we fill in all the blanks and none of this gets hurt actually we, we just go right to the Oh, yeah, it was in the... Well, this movie is so boring. I watched it twice, and it's like, ugh, I barely remember it. I, you know what? Uh, Highlander 2 was better than this. Yeah, it at was, least it's... For watchability, like yeah. how bad it was. Yeah, watchability is definitely better. Yeah, because it was terrible, but it was, like, so terrible it was great. This yeah. This one is just boring. It's like, yeah, it's just not good. Um, so they go to the old church. I'm waiting. I'm reading the uh, Wikipedia page. Uh, (laughs) So they go to that old church in Jersey. Oh, and then I guess uh, they're just like in an abandoned factory or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, they're, wait, they're in a factory, but there's some kind of special factory. There's. Is it? It's not, yeah. There's. It's it, it, it's a ridiculous factory they're in. <laughs> <laughs> why, um, why is it ridiculous? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. There's something about it that, that just doesn't make sense. Either like so many pipes. Um. Gosh. It's a I'm power. Sorry, it's, it's a, a power it's just plant. A, just I guess. A factory. It's a power plant. 
Abandoned power plant is what the most generic <laughs> thing you yeah. can think of. Um, uh, it's a perfect place for for a lot of sword fighting. Yeah, uh, with a sorcerer and an immortal, and uh, it seems as if uh, yeah, Wesley Snipes can be completely cut in half for time. Wait, why did you remember that? Uh, doesn't Christopher Lambert uh, cut Wesley or not Wesley uh, Mario Van Peebles figures in place? And doesn't, doesn't he cut Mario Van Peebles in half? Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh god, this is In the premium sucks. version, there's no Wesley <laughs> yeah. Snipes. We yeah, we remember all this. Oh yeah, and then so he cuts his head off, and then he like. Starts levitating, right? His body. When he's like absorbing yeah. his power. That was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, and, and I don't. So I, I, I'm not entirely sure if he, if, he get, if he gets the full prize this time at the end. Do they, do they kind of insinuate that he does? I guess. I guess. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess that's the point, right? <laughs> that's what happens in all the movies. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like. I would. I would like to have seen him like do a take where he's just acting like a like a teenager, like you know, it's not a stupid old prize. Who cares about the prize? The <laughs> <laughs> no, prize isn't real anyway. Um, <laughs> But, you know, some things, like, uh, just because, yeah, like, he can pretty much have it at will, I think. Yeah, he just has to believe he has the prize. And then he starts aging. Yeah. Um, uh, he could have only told that to the other mortals. Um, <laughs> it's all in yeah, your head. So, so that one, yeah, was was uh, a bad, a bad uh, sequel yeah. to a good movie. For sure. Um, uh, yeah. It re- it's very, very few films can carry on a series where, especially if it's a, like, that's when it was uh, just a trio, but to take the middle movie and act like it never happened. Right. Which, uh, yeah. Is we, this... You know, the, the closest thing that I know of that was in Superman Returns in 2006, with uh, do you see that film? No, I didn't. Well, it basically picks up where I think Superman two ends. The original Superman. The original 2. Superman two. Doesn't doesn't explain or like forgets about Superman three and four ever happening. Oh really? Yeah. Well. Well, that came out in 2006, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Well, that was that was that was still 24 years after Superman 2. <laughs> yeah, that's weird that it's even picking up after when that one took place. Yeah. It was 24 years and they treated it like it was 6 years. So oh, it's almost really? like a dog relationship, a dog life relationship. 
Um, <laughs> but with this, with Highlander, it was, this was released in 94, so this was nine years later, eight years later. But it was real time because Brenda had been dead for seven years, I think. Right. Well, so then I guess technically the second one takes place after this then, right? Because it's in 99. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> or, like, at least it's he makes well, the true, thing in true. 99. Well, this one, seven, I mean, we're still, mm, no, because the second one, I mean, Brenda was dying in 90, oh, God. I'm, I'm just trying to hope that this doesn't piece together for their story, but... <laughs> Like, this may be a prequel sequel. A prequel to, to the second one. To Highlander 1. <laughs> a prequel to Highlander 2. It might be. Oh, God. Um, I have... Oh, man. Um, I had to redo that scene with people at the board at uh, Davis Panzer Films working this out, but this may be the case. If... Uh, well, the only thing is in ninety in in, in Highlander two yeah. in nineteen by nineteen ninety one I think or maybe it was ninety five maybe it was ninety five that the the ozone had burned her to death essentially. Oh, well. Because he put the thing up in ninety nine, but she was either dead in ninety five or ninety one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know, but, but just the same, but at least 95, so this could, in fact, be a, a sequel and a prequel at the same time. So I don't know if anyone's ever uh, considered that before. Pieced it together. Um, <clears throat> there's one more movie, right? There's two more movies. There's two more movies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's two more movies. <laughs> what? There's Highlander Endgame. Okay. Uh, and then there's uh, Highlander. Oh God, it's 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 a it's a bad title, but uh, and it's a terrible movie. I mean, it's it's painful to watch. It's painful to, to watch movie, but it, especially painful if you like the series because it has a lot of the series cast people in it. Oh really? Um, yeah, but you won't. You know, you'll you'll grow and fall in love with them in the series the way everybody does uh, and then forgive them for this uh, every time you uh, remember them in it but uh, so yeah it's pretty bad but Highlander the next one is going to be a fun fun uplifting podcast it's a better movie like it, <laughs> yeah. it takes advantage of all these things like it has all the characters all the characters have backstories you get to see them in different places interacting in different times different you know parts of the world so Amazingly, just around hugely historic events that we're all familiar with, um, <laughs> and uh, maybe that stick that in their head too. Every time they hear an Independence Day story, it's got one. So, um, so the fourth one, did you say is good or bad? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, and then the fifth one is bad. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, <laughs> so four is actually good. Okay. Yeah, four. Four is four is something. To uh, be excited about. And Christopher Lambert isn't in that one, right? He is. 
Oh, he, he has is? a smaller role. He's not the main oh, actor he's, in this. Okay. His younger cousin, Duncan, is the lead character in this story. Oh, his cousin? Wait. Yeah. Is his cousin an immortal as well? Yes. Approximately what? 70, 70 years or so after Connor McLeod uh, was banished from his clan, yeah. another... Another McLeod was killed in battle only to not die and then was cast <laughs> out of the clan and the rest, you know, Same thing, yeah. Except he had a lot more fun, it seems. He had a lot more and, fun. And, and, and he learned Kung Fu, which Wait. for better fights. Wait, uh, so does so the fourth one... Is the fourth one... Uh, yeah, the fourth one. Oh, is oh, it in the, the past? The doesn't just have, like, Kung Fu... Um, from the Highlander, but there, there's an immortal who's who's a really you've seen him in probably in countless uh, uh, movies now. Uh, Donnie Yun, Donnie Yen. Um, uh, he played the guy. Did you see Rogue One? Yeah. Okay, the blind, the blind guy, the blind. Jedi. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, He's okay. in Highlander in game. Oh, okay. So is so. is Endgame take place before the first movie? Uh, Endgame. Um, well, let me say this. In okay, here's what's great. In Highlander, the TV show, they suggest that although the Kurgan was a bad immortal. He wasn't the last one. Right. So that's the first thing that's shared in that, is that, yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying about the pride. No, that, that, that actually didn't happen. So it kind, <laughs> of, it kind of goes along with this whole third movie as well. Right. And yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's bad, but it, it's not, you know, it, that's not the prize. Nobody won it, you know. So, so but, it throws that out. So what I'm getting at is when when McLeod kills Kane in this one, is his cousin alive at that point? Well, what's funny is they, they had already begun filming the show and uh, Lambert had been in the first episode. Oh, Lambert really? was in the first episode, which they had filmed and began the timeline. Uh, he was in the very first one and then never again on the show. Um, it was kind of like passing the torch. Um, so, so, no, no, like, the other, Duncan McLeod was in um, either Canada or France or Seattle uh, during all this time. Like Right, but I'm just saying, like, he was technically alive, so, like, the prize was never won, not even in this movie, right. in the third movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, yet they still keep saying, and then the catchphrase that continues into the uh, TV show is, there can be only one. <laughs> there, there but, really, be, but really, I, there's many, and there always will yeah. be. Yeah, so it just keeps going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> 
That's good. Well, I'm but, looking yeah, forward. No, but I'll tell you, you, you will enjoy and look forward to uh, Highlander Endgame, folks. I, I hope you stick around if you enjoy this podcast at all, and, uh, and if you enjoy talk about Immortals. Uh, this next one's going to be a great one. <laughs> okay, good. All right, yeah. any, uh, any more thoughts about this third one? It was a bad remake of the first. Yeah. Um, the special effects are pretty bad, too, I would say. For uh, I, yeah. They had, well, it's funny. The special effects are bad. And also, um, if you're familiar with Total Recall of uh, yeah. the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yep. Um, the, same devi- the same idea was used in the sense of... Uh, in Total Recall, when the one guy is trying to convince Schwarzenegger um, that it's it's all a dream and there's nothing to worry about, and then he sees a drop of sweat come down, and then he kills the guy, well, that's exactly how uh, Kane realizes Nakano is Nakano when they're doing the three-person, like, thing. You know, when Nakano's oh, yeah. three people, and then he sees the sweat and realizes, ah, oh, it's him. But... Uh, so so I felt that was just a lift from Total Recall, uh, yeah. but uh, that's fine. Anybody can do that. Um, <laughs> how else are you going to tell? <laughs> Maybe if he wet himself a little bit, that would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't, wouldn't like they all be sweating? Wouldn't they all be showing sweat? I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, the other two don't perspire. Is holograms don't perspire? Uh, that's about it, I guess. Yeah, that was I guess. my only last thing. Yeah, how about you? Any other last thoughts? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. This movie sucked. Well, here, so would you recommend this movie? No, I would not. This I would recommend the first one, and I would recommend watching the second one over watching this one for sure. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I, I, for anybody who I want to be interested in the story or the, the idea, yeah, I would tell them to just watch the first one. Yeah, and watch for sure. The TV show. Yeah, the so. TV show. Yeah, I mean, I haven't well, seen the TV show yet, yeah. but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, thanks, Lonercast listeners. <laughs> yes, thank you guys. Um, Uh, I'll see you again next time. All right, cool. Thank you, Patrick.